we don't want a free pass, you know, with, with fans that have followed us for a long time. We don't want them to love us just because they've been with us for a long time. And regard, you know, we want them to love us because they loved our music then and they love our music now. You're listening to It's All Dead, a podcast about the music we love and why we love it. I'm Kyle Hawk. Welcome to the official It's All Dead podcast. I'm Kyle Hawk, and I'm so glad you're with us today. We've got a really fun show for you. i uh, got a chance to talk with Garen Dupree, the bassist of Isley, and we're going to hear from him here in just a little bit. Um, Isley put out an album last month, their fifth full-length album. It's called I'm Only Dreaming. And if you're a fan of the band like I am, you're probably really excited and happy and relieved to have another Isley album because it looked for a while like we may not get one. Um, of course, it's uh, pretty well known at this point that um, Stacy and Chantel had uh, stepped away from the band to kind of focus on family, and their sister, Sherry Dupree Bemis, has taken over uh, as lead vocalist and songwriter for the band. And I'm Only Dreaming is a is a fantastic album. It feels new and fresh while also still feeling very much like the, the Isley that we've gotten to know and love. Um, and of course, it's fantastically produced. I think it's their best produced album. Will Yip handled production with the band did a, an incredible job. Um, and it's just a, it's a great album that touches on, I guess what it means for the band members to be at this point in their life with family and, and kids and, and marriage and friendships and kind of balancing all of these different things that happen as we grow. Um, and it, it's a, it's a beautiful album and Isley came through Indianapolis recently to play at the Hi-Fi in Fountain Square, which is a venue they played at actually just last fall. And I love watching Isley perform. They always uh, give a kind of a unique twist on the songs when they perform. It's almost like they're getting a, a second chance to create these songs and melodies when they're on the stage. And they always put on such a great show. And even now with, with Sherry kind of handling the, the main vocal duties for the band, it's still just so good. They they play the old stuff. They play a lot of the new tracks as well. And they're always just a pleasure to watch. So while they were in town, I got to sit down and chat with Garen Dupree, Sherry's brother, and the, the bassist in Isley. And we had a really fun conversation. Talked a little bit about what it was like creating this new album uh, with a new lineup and what it was like for Sherry and, and Garen to work with Will and put I'm Only Dreaming together. We also talked about Isley through the years and how he's seen the band change and, and how his perspective on Isley has changed. And then talked about how some of the pressure has kind of come off with uh, this idea that the spirit of Isley seems to be one that, that's going to carry on and whatever form it's in is one that represents the band at that given moment. And so I think that provides a lot of excitement, freedom as we, we think about Isley moving forward. Um, so anyway, chatted with Garen on uh, the Isley tour bus and it's so fun because if you know this band, you know how important family is. Uh, obviously, it's a, a band composed of many family members, but of course, uh, Sherry bringing her husband Max and and their two girls out on tour. And, and it's so cool to see the environment uh, of this band and, and how much they love each other. And even on the bus, you see stuffed animals and toys laying right next to musical instruments. And it, it's such a a cool experience in, in this band. They're such great people. Um, so let's take a listen to our conversation with Garen Dupree of Isley. And so I feel like uh saw you here recently. It was like last fall that you were playing the same venue here and you're rolling back through. How's the tour been going so far? It's been going great. Um, yeah, we've been having a great time. We're about probably 
uh, over halfway through this tour, but so you know, getting tired. But the shows have been so fun. Um, yeah. yeah, we were here about six months ago or so. We were on a tour at the time with a band called the Deer Hunter. Um, and, and had come through, but we hadn't been through Indi- Indianapolis in a while, actually. Um, we used to come through here more often, and then kind of, for whatever reason, ha- had not been been through here in a while. But so, uh, whenever we came through last time, loved the show, had a great time, and then so it's, it's good to be back, like, really quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, the venue I, has updated itself a little bit yeah. since last time, and it's awesome. Yeah, they just went through a few renovations, uh, so it's kind of cool to get to try out the new spot. Yeah. And so we're a few weeks out or away now from the release of uh, I'm Only Dreaming, and you guys are getting to play a lot of these new songs now for the first time. What's the response been like from the fans? Oh, it's been great. Um, it, it's honestly been really, really encouraging for us. That um, You know, uh, this record, of course, I mean, it, it's really close to us. Um, it, it's just throughout all the changes of the band um it, it just meant a lot you know this record for us to like go forward to you know continue doing what we've loved and then to have fans responses be so positive um and kind of even in a way you know like especially for us being a band for a long time especially hardcore fans um will have you know a big affinity for our, our older stuff just because it's you know nostalgic for them it's what they grew up on so you can kind of end up in a position where you're always trying to outlive, you know, your your early work. I and mean, this is a, a, a place where a lot of artists get. Um, but there's just the response for this album has been um, so positive that we've gotten a lot of uh, fans coming to these shows that are, are brand new to us. Um, and even some of our, our old fans saying that, that uh, they, you know, this is their favorite album for us. Right? And that, that's the sort of stuff that that means a lot to us. Um, not because we compare any of our albums to one another, but because we value, you know, being uh, being relevant now and, and not to live off of nostalgia or something. Right. And, you know, obviously there were, with the lineup shifting that has happened and kind of moving on with a, a different look of Isley, was there a certain point during the writing process or even now that you're on tour that it started to feel normal of like, okay, this is this is what Isley looks like right now? Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, that was like for a bit uh, an odd transition, um, but really most of it started to feel really natural by the first tour that we did, um, which with the new lineup um you know in that transition period before we had recorded new music and before we had played shows with a new lineup that was the most uh tumultuous time really it was like uh that that is when we kind of experienced that growth in ourselves of like you know you know a new identity and and just a lot of new exciting but also daunting and scary things and and fans, you know, had no real gauge. Um, we kind of knew what we were about, but, you know, we hadn't sure. shown anybody yet. And so that's when you run into the, the self-doubt a lot. Yeah. Um, but now, for sure, by this point, it's become um, it's become quite comfortable. You know, we've had this lineup exactly for several tours now. Yeah. And so it's feeling like family. And on, on the writing side of it... Um, Really, not as much changed uh, as uh, as it might seem, um, but yeah, definitely we've we've gotten real comfortable with that. Yeah. Now. How important was it to have the support of everyone in the family? Because I, I know I've I've read about it's from what it seems from the outside is that 
everybody that used to be involved with Isley that isn't as much now, like everybody kind of supported this whole thing moving on. I mean, I, I imagine that was pretty important. Yeah, very important. I mean, you know, that that's kind of the unique, one of the unique things about our band and especially with the changes is that, you know, we went into it knowing that we wanted to continue making music and we wanted to continue making music as Isley. Um, but since we're family, it's like not like a, you know, a breakup that could could function or survive without it being okay you know like these i mean will be our family forever and we've always been so close that obviously that value has to be beyond anything else that we've done um so it was really important that that they were supported with that um and it came across naturally you know i think uh I i think everybody that was involved even still wanted to be involved it's just you know, you have kids and life changes, and, and sure. we've all done this from such a young age that um, that you can't really expect everybody to have, uh, you know, perfectly lined up focuses through such a long period of time. Yeah. Um, so while, you know, we miss them and, and obviously are thankful for everything that they've done and continue honestly to do in supporting us now. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so it was... To answer the question, it was very important to us that, that they were supportive. And, you know, we miss having them out. Obviously, we're having a great time regardless. Um, but, yeah, we, we, we miss them, especially since we're just, like I mentioned, all so close as family that, you know, we just want to hang out you yeah. know, more. So uh, it was very important, but it's also been, you know, it's been, uh, I won't say seamless, um, but but it's been a natural progression. It's yeah. felt like, yeah. I want to talk a little bit about the writing process for I'm Only Dreaming. And one of the things I thought was kind of cool about the album is that it definitely sounds fresh. Uh, it sounds like, you know, a, a progression forward, but there's a lot of elements to it that have some of that old Isley aesthetic to it. I mean, I wonder how natural that was. Did that just kind of come out during the writing? Yeah, very much so. Um, so like I kind of mentioned, the, the not as much changed about the writing process as would seem from the outside. Probably... The biggest change would be that Sherry and I got to work so much more closely together and that I was more um, able to be more involved in the songwriting process um, than I was in the past. In the past, you know, the girls would typically write, you know, um, uh, you know, a chord and melody idea, you know, and then we would come together and make it a song into, you know, an Isley song. Um, but so Sherry, you know, still definitely would be the primary writer on this record, no doubt. Um, but, uh, but my input being able just to fully write stuff and send to her, just have her do vocals on was, uh, probably the biggest change from anything that we've done. But since Sherry and I have both been in Isaac since we were literally children, um, I feel like, uh, we would... This, the elements that sound similar are because it is that is us, you know, and that that's who we've always been. And this record was so much less um, inhibited by um, you know uh, indecision, um, since there's only two writers. Yeah. You know, now it's like kind of a less cooks in the kitchen type of thing, which was great to be able to have other people to push us into a lot more creativity. But so this was kind of um, we just took everything very uh not not overthinking anything i guess yeah. um and i think that's why the classic isley came out more so um in those elements is because that is us you know that's like what whenever we're not thinking about what we're doing or self-analyzing um 
is when that stuff comes out. And we never intentionally tried to get away from that by any means, you know. Um, it's just, you know, as you, like, really focus on doing something new, yeah, you, you kind of uh, kind of shift. And so I like that a lot of our albums have had a growth, but uh, yeah. I love that this one did have, you know, some of the classic Isley, I guess, I would say, shining through some of those cracks there. Definitely. So I feel that this is the best produced Isley album Um I'm a big fan of Will Yip. I would imagine it was a lot of fun working with him because it seemed like a pretty organic approach you all had. And what what was your experience with him like? Oh man, it was it was amazing. Like from from day one that we got him in there. Um, you know, he going back, I guess he he has you know a bit of hype around him just because he's been doing so much cool stuff. Um, so we knew him as a friend and uh, had asked to work with him on this record. He was super excited about it. Um, for the first time ever, actually, he left his own studio to come to us to record. Um, but so, you know, we went into it knowing a lot about him, but having never really worked closely with him. But so from day one, when we got in there, like, I immediately, I immediately got it. Like, yeah. I was like, this, like, I get why everybody wants to work with him and I get why everyone who does work with him continues to work with him you know up up to now you know for most bands and certainly ourselves we've never worked with a producer multiple times and every time you finish a record you're usually happy with it but you know you want to do something different the next time and immediately I see why so many bands will record a record with him and then continue recording their, their subsequent yeah. records with him because yes it was a very very fresh process um very kind of like I was mentioning before very natural you know like he directs and is so positive and so um, energetic in his approach that it it makes it easy and natural to kind of just go for it you know like not really not really overthinking too many parts in particular Um, whenever something just didn't work it's like we both kind of knew it didn't work and he's, you know, just be like, yeah, no, not, not that. Let's yeah. just do something different. And it just, uh, it became, yeah, very natural and kind of a, a quicker moving process okay. than some of our records, um, which was great. It still took, you know, a, a month straight to record, but, um, but yeah, it was, uh, it was really, really natural, I guess is the most thing I can say about it. And so fun and positive just yeah. because, like I said, he's such a positive guy and energetic that, you know, having just me, Sherry, and and Will there, just made for a, a really uh, tight group. Yeah. Um, so yeah, honestly, it was really the first time I could say that I had fun recording a yeah. record. Um, which is an odd statement because a lot of a lot of people would expect that they all should be fun. But right. I I kind of grown to recognize a recording process as being uh, kind kind of a necessary painful experience in order to get um in order to get a record that you eventually love and will love for the rest of your life but the recording process itself was you know i I probably foolishly kind of equated a little bit to like a artistic childbirth type of thing where the process itself is is painful and um you go through a lot of growth and change in that time and then ultimately though what makes it so beautiful is that what comes out of it um is something that you can like you just you love forever and that you kind of see it change too as like as like it takes on its own meaning to fans and like it grows its own legs and kind of becomes something that you know you 
had never really envisioned in the first place. But because of that, I had just come to accept that like the process of recording maybe just wasn't supposed to be that fun. Sure. Know, that I love the product of it rather than the process. Yeah. But so this recording process uh, taught me uh, taught me differently, and, yeah. and I was I was really thankful for Will and Sherry for that. Yeah. Um, that it was just. I realized that it doesn't have to be like that and that yeah. it can be fun and I can still love the outcome and you know all those kind of best of all worlds there. yeah that sounds like an awesome experience so I, I want to go back you had mentioned uh, a moment ago about you know you've been in Isley since you guys were kids you know like and at this point I wonder when you look back what's changed the most about how you think about what Isley is and what its purpose is I mean has there does it still kind of feel the same as it did back then? Yeah, man, good question. Um, yes and no, and uh, I'll try to decipher as I talk about what, it's a, it's a tough one, I've never really thought necessarily about that, because I, I really try to spend most of my time not getting too self-absorbed for my own mental state, sure. and um, to not try to think myself into a corner you know especially okay. when it when you like approach a creative process and writing and, and doing all this that we've done for so long it can be really dangerous to to like paint yourself into any corner and if you become like too self-aware as a band it's sometimes i fear that like i don't want to know isley's identity so much because i want that identity to evolve and like i don't even if I knew who Isley was, I don't necessarily want to be that forever. Yeah. Um, so in a way, I kind of don't really think about it. But on like sort of, like you said, since I've been in Isley since I was a kid, like what it means to me has has changed. Um, I think I take things a lot more, um, not seriously, but yeah, as kids, things were very carefree. And we didn't, um, we didn't really overthink a lot. Um, and I guess that's kind of one of the motifs that I was getting to about our record and, and it being a natural process and kind of not overthinking. Right. That part kind of relates back to the old Isley to me, um, a time where we didn't really overthink and just kind of naturally let what happened happen. But then as we grew, you know, like, obviously, duh, you become like a, an adult and you become more conscious of these things, these details. Um, and so I guess for a while, and you, maybe you could see it a little bit in our fourth record that was a very thought out and very intricately detailed record, uh, sure. a lot of, a lot of layers and pieces and, and ambiance, I guess. Um, so I guess that, that record probably would represent the, the, in my art, artistic mind, I guess the, the mature Isley, um, that I also love, but where things are much more thought out and we kind of know what we're doing, I guess, yeah. there. Um, so that's kind of a, a bit of a non-direct answer to the sure. question, but it is a, it's a difficult question, I guess. Yeah. But uh, I kind of dance around some things that you can sort of paint a little bit of a picture of what I yeah. used to mean to me and what it means right. now. A lot of similarities and a lot, you know, it's fun and I'm with my family, so like that always feels uh, natural in itself. But yeah, like, you know, as we've grown as a band and we've seen a lot of ups and a lot of downs, um, that you start to, uh, yeah, your perspective starts to change and it's become more important, honestly, to be in this band and to be successful at what we do. Um, so that sort of, uh, pressure and intentionality about like our approach to it 
is probably the biggest thing that's changed from my early perceptions wisely yeah. to what's around now. So, of course, not only have you grown during this time, but one of the fun things about being at this point is that you've got a fan base that's kind of grown along with you. And Isley has a really strong, I mean, you've got a pretty solid core group of these people that were kind of there from the beginning, figuratively. Um, What has that been like? Have you seen that fan base kind of grow with you? Yeah, in a lot of ways. Um, And there's like great, uh, there's amazing and... I won't say bad, but there, there's uh, there's two sides of, of all of it. Um, and, yeah, we have had such a dedicated following that's been great. It's allowed us to, like, continue doing what we're doing for so long. And, yeah. and they're so supportive of our new records and everything. Uh, on the, the artistic side of it, I guess, um, you know, there's the struggle, like I mentioned earlier, to be valued. Um, you know, there's a, a kind of a thing with like your old school fans where you have this respect because you've like grown up with them right. and your m- music is nostalgic to them because, you know, in the same way that it's nostalgic to me because sure. I was that age at a lot of the times of these listeners. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we we uh, we have a need to um, to not we don't want a free pass, you know, with, with fans that have followed us for a long time. We don't want them to love us just because they've been with us for a long time and regard you know we want them to love us because they loved our music then and they love our music now um so there's kind of that duality to it that like you know we have those fans and are so thankful for them and really they do love it so that's like that's what keeps us going but you know always kind of looking for in ourselves i guess the validation that we're not um, we're not living in the past, you know, yeah. with some of our old fans. I think what's been so encouraging uh, is that they love this new record yeah. and they've continued, obviously, to love us for a long time. So that really does mean a lot, um, yeah. you know. Like it, it uh, it's nostalgic to us as much as it is to you know a lot of these fans that have literally grown up with us and they have really crazy cool things to see, like as you know sherry has kids now and that so many of our fans also have kids and so many of them um like will name their kids after our band you know like like that's like kind of a whole thing now and and it's like just a whole different dimension to like our band than really we could have probably ever imagined especially you know 15 years ago or whatever um so yeah it all in all does mean a lot to us but we grapple with you know some of our internal things that I mentioned of, of wanting to be valued for what we are now um, as much as we were, you know, um, valued for our stuff in our past. Yeah. But ultimately, yeah, we are so thankful for the fans and like, oh, duh, we couldn't do it without them. You know? Yeah, it's great. That makes sense. So to kind of wrap things up, um, I guess, you know, with the way Isley is in its current form makes clear that it seems like the spirit of Isley could just kind of persist indefinitely without the pressure of, oh, when's the next album? When's the next yeah. tour? Does that, do you feel that? Do you feel like a, maybe a, a little more relief now knowing that like, hey, this is what it is now. And when we feel like it, we can create and we can do this. Absolutely. Like, and that, that's probably the, the most succinct um, way I've even heard it put. And that's, that's what we've striven for for a long time is that you know we we want exactly like you said like we want regardless of what happens with even individual members we want that core to like 
events be what it is and that we can move forward with you know a fan base like you mentioned and yeah create whenever we want to create and hopefully that doesn't mean that we'll you know take any significant breaks like we want to keep you know going at it but yeah that it's less pressure that as as like before with our, our previous line of before we went through these changes and kind of just more of a uh admission of what we really are there was i guess pressure to to preserve you know um for we've all you know nobody likes giving up on anything you know nobody likes changes and like we don't either and like we 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 uh we fought really hard to keep things preserved i think for longer than they ought to have been preserved um mostly just because of what we mentioned earlier that you know people change and views change and and uh goals change and uh and you're right that when we let go of that and kind of did allow like a more natural change to like take place it has taken a lot of pressure off and uh, yeah i do see a new sense of longevity there that like despite what changes might happen now in the future that we're more prepared to deal with those um changes than we ever were before and that we're not afraid of of any particular change and rather would like embrace those changes yeah to like see uh you know to 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 continue onward and upward i guess um so yeah that i'm glad that somebody you know even yourself has like recognized that because that's been a specific internal thing that we've always wanted to keep going because regardless of what it looks like we know that we want to make music not just because like it's you know fulfilling in so many ways but like we need it you know like we write music because when we go into our rooms and start writing like everything else kind of disappears you know like uh, it's a really really odd feeling to like create like that and we need it you know it's it's our expression to ourselves and to other people so um i think regardless of what it looks like we will always need that so in one way or another we will always make that um, and so its format, whether it does or doesn't change, kind of that pressure's taken off because we've always known that we need we need this for ourselves as much as I think that other people need it as well. So, um, so yeah, less pressure and and it's definitely helped that process. And I'm glad that people can recognize that at least to a degree. You know, yeah. like we'll always love like every phase of our band and whatever phases come. Um, and we're glad that fans have, have embraced that as well and not held too tightly to keeping things, you know, Perfect. one particular yeah. way that, uh, that, yeah, fans have grown and evolved with us. And it's been an encouraging thing and, like, and it's an exciting time, especially, like, as we're on our first tour for this record and have a lot more plans in the future that it's, uh, it's an exciting time to, yeah, to think about the longevity of that. Sure. Well, Garen, this has been great. Thank you for talking with me, and I love the new album, and best of luck on the rest of the tour. Of course. Thank you. Appreciate it. A big thank you to Garen for taking the time to talk with us. Great dude. Isley is a fantastic band. If you haven't had a chance to see them live before, they are on tour right now. See if they're coming through your city or coming somewhere nearby. It's definitely uh, worth the time to get out and see them while they're on this tour. And if you haven't listened to I'm Only Dreaming Yet, You can find it on their web store. You can find it on iTunes. Go check it out. It is in stores and online now. That's going to do it for today's episode of the It's All Dead podcast. If you like what you heard, check out our website, itsalldead.com, and be sure to leave us a review on iTunes and let us know how we're doing with this podcast. We always love your feedback. Thanks so much. That's it for now, and we'll catch you next time. 
Thanks for listening to the It's All Dead podcast. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Then visit us at itsalldead.com for the latest music news, reviews, and much more.